from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, R&R Realty Group, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends, live in studio this morning, the Mercy One studio. We're ready to go. we got a great show in store for you today. Uh, it doesn't look like Father Andrew Winchettel is going to be in, so I'm going to be taking the gospel and spiritual reflection for this morning. Uh, also on the show, Dr. Ray Garendi coming up at 7.15 today. If you haven't heard of him... Where you been? Clinical psychologist, author, professional speaker, national radio and television host, Dr. Ray Garendi is going to be on talking about his new book, Raising Upright Kids in an Upside Down World. I am currently reading that book. I'm about halfway through and I absolutely love it. Um, I, I read it with his voice in my head. If you know Dr. Ray, if you listen to his show at noon, um, you know his voice. It's very distinct. I, I, I just I can't get it out of my head. So uh, Dr. Ray is going to be on at 7.15 today. Looking forward to that. We're doing a two-part series today, friends, while Blessman International is over in South Africa. Today is the second part. Yesterday was the first. Today is the second. We had uh, Father Ray McHenry on yesterday. This morning we're going to have, looks like Dr. Jim Blessman and a St. Francis parishioner is going to be uh, coming on the show this morning. So looking forward to that in this two-part series while they're actually over there, highlighting the great work that Blessman International is doing. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. Let's get to it. No Deacon Tony this morning, so I'll offer our day to Almighty God as we pray together. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. All right. Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. I I see you're back in town. Uh, You brought a little bit of snow with you, but that's all right. I know it's going to get warm someday. I forgot how to drive in this stuff this morning. My goodness. Yes, Florida driving is probably a little bit different than Midwest driving, uh, Mr. Leonetti. I'm glad you remembered. It's 76 and sunny in Palm Beach. I, I need to go back. Mm-hmm. No, you were you were saying how much you were missing us up here in the Midwest after, where were you gone? Uh, about three weeks you were down there, or it seemed like three <laughs> weeks maybe. It was I wish. No, days, no, but... it was about six days down there. But, uh, yeah, my parents, I'll tell you, they got awfully comfortable traveling with me down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they got off. They got comfortable. Not not so much traveling, but staying down there right. during that time. That's uh, that's nice. Well, yeah, you know, it nice. didn't help that we were delayed five hours last night in the uh, Chicago. Um, we we were delayed. I mean, it was we <laughs> changed gates four times. We had maintenance issues on two planes, and the other two, the uh, uh, people didn't show up to actually, you know, fly the plane. And then on on another one, I mean, it's just one thing after another. <laughs> 
So getting back. So you late. really love the city of Chicago and the uh, what? What is it? O'Hare or Midway Airport? You yeah. just must love that terminal now. It was O'Hare, and uh, we ended up. We were supposed to get back at about five o'clock. We ended up getting back about nine thirty. So there you have it. All right. Well, at least you got back, and you prepare to go down to Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'm guessing it's tomorrow, and uh, you'll be down in the. Uh, uh, do you got your uh, you got your cowboy hat? To, do you bring with you when you go to Texas? I don't have that, but uh, be going to uh, flying into Dallas and doing the mission in Irving, so just outside of Dallas, uh, big parish, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, John. Well. Safe travels to you, um, and uh, look forward to that. And I'm, I'm sure you'll be back by Monday, or you're going to be visiting with us Monday from I will, Irving. Yeah, Texas. I'll be uh, outside of the Mercy One Studio all well for uh, most of next week. I'll be back Friday. All right, sir. Sounds good. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines as our weather is prepared by WHO-TV Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we have some light snow, which is creating low visibility. Not so much the fog, but it's just low visibility due to the snow. 30 degrees, a north wind at 14 miles per hour. The feels like temperature is 20 degrees. You wake up on this Friday, January 24th, and today we'll see bands of light snow uh, throughout the day. Should be clearing off by mid-afternoon. A high today in central Iowa of 32 degrees with north winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. We could see another inch or two accumulation. There are uh, partially covered roads right now, so roads are slick, and Jimmy will get you caught up with that. And there is a winter weather advisory uh, for southeast Iowa. Basically, uh, the, the county is just directly south and east of Des Moines all the way to the border uh, until noon today. And tonight we'll see mostly cloudy skies overnight, low of 24 degrees. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high of 33 degrees. We could see some flurries uh, in, throughout the day. And on Sunday, partly cloudy with a high of 32 degrees. More of the same on Monday with a partly cloudy sky and a high of 30. Well, in the news, on this Friday morning, will a bill calling for an amendment to the Iowa Constitution to remove the right to an abortion has advanced at the state capitol. Um, passing out of the state uh, government's uh, committee yesterday, the amendment would specify that the state of Iowa does not secure or protect a right to abortion or require the funding of an abortion. An Iowa judge ruled last year that the state protects the right to an abortion in a ruling that struck down the fetal heartbeat bill. The bill is now eligible for debate in the full Senate. The bill, which is labeled SJR 21, would need to pass both the Iowa House and Senate this session and again in one of the next two legislative sessions. Iowa voters would then decide the issue in uh, in order for the amendment to be ratified. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q. Quick print. Last night, high school wrestling. Ankeny defeated Dowling Catholic by the score of 42-33 to at the Ankeny Gym. Last night, women's college basketball. Congratulations to Lisa Bluter, the University of Iowa coach and Big Ten player. The 19th-ranked Hawkeyes defeated Ohio State 77-68. Bluter picking up her 200th career, uh, 200th conference win. Hawkeyes are now 16-3 and on the season. Last night, NBA G League basketball. Basketball, the Iowa Wolves on the road, and they defeated Erie by the score of 109-107 out in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, tonight, women's college basketball in the Missouri Valley Conference, both Drake and Northern Iowa on the road. Drake at Illinois State tonight, and Northern Iowa at Bradley. Both the uh, games tip off at 7 o'clock. Tonight, AHL hockey right here in Des Moines. Manitoba comes to town and takes on the second-place Iowa Wild. They'll face off at 7 o'clock at Wells Fargo Arena in downtown Des Moines. And tonight, in USHL hockey, the Des Moines Buccaneers also home tonight. They'll 
They'll host uh, Team USA. That's an 18 and under team, and uh, they'll face off at seven o'clock at Buccaneer Arena in Urbandale. Tonight, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, we'll have high school girls and boys basketball. Johnston at Dowling. Pre-game gets underway at six o'clock tonight. Girls' game features number two Johnston and number three Dowling, and that'll get underway at six fifteen. The boys' game to follow at seven forty-five. So join us tonight for high school basketball. Johnston at Dowling, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have light snow, some low visibility due to some fog and the blowing snow 30 degrees north winds at 14 miles per hour and today we'll see bands of light snow throughout the day should taper off by uh, mid-afternoon or so a high of 32 degrees one to two inch accumulation with north winds at five to ten miles per hour and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your friday morning john leonetti show and coming up jimmy olson he has your morning traffic report I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy Medical Center, and R&R Realty Group. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. As we are getting things started off this morning, it's going to be a slow commute. It's already 11 minutes from the West Mixer to downtown on 235. Uh, eight minutes as you're heading in from the East Mixer into downtown. Again, a lot of slick spots this morning, so just take your time as you are making your way in. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Father Andrew Winchettel. Hello, Father. Good morning. Good morning to you. Slippery roads out there? I didn't experience it. It was more wet for me than yeah. it was any. It seems. Uh, it seems uh, there's a few slippery spots. So be careful out there, friends. But uh, Father Andrew, you said uh, you said this is well. This is a big gospel, of course, the calling of Saint Peter. But as I we were talking, but you said no, no, no don't forget Saint Andrew. Well, you're the one who mentioned him first, to be fair, but <laughs> not opposed to that. I've, don't forget St. Andrew. I mean, he uh, he's a uh, he's a big figure here as well. Uh, as you said, the Orthodox said first called. Correct. Yeah. yeah, you may see some icons of St. Andrew, and it's, uh, uh, depending on the language that they use, uh, maybe Greek in the icon again, um, that it recalls him as first called. Yeah, if they were to have a pope, as you said, it would probably be Andrew. Uh, that's the impression I get. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, they they love him. Uh, but let's talk about Peter here. Uh, first and foremost, uh, our Pope, our first Pope, uh, Jesus. He's there in Capernaum, and uh, he's calling him. He's calling him to cast his net on. T- is this? Let's see. Cast his net on the other side. Correct. Uh, come after me. And, well, yeah. Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Right. Yeah. And recall what triggers this is uh, John the Baptist being arrested uh, and his famous line that he must or I must decrease, he must increase. Mm. Uh, And so John's arrest uh, being thrown into prison kind of triggers Jesus is now uh, coming out of obscurity um, to minister uh, for what traditionally we believe to be about three years. And he uh, he calls. uh, Well, we're reminded, first of all, of this. um, and this is reflected, too, in the first reading from Isaiah, uh, that he comes to fulfill uh, what Isaiah has prophesied, uh, that he's coming to the Jews. Uh, and it's helpful to uh, to remember, too, that uh, Matthew's intended, uh, because this is the Gospel of Matthew, his intended audience for this Gospel is are Jews. 
uh, who, who are um, possibly interested in becoming Christians or maybe aren't yet, and he's trying to kind of convert them to get them to realize that, look, this Jesus um, is fulfilling all these things in our in our Jewish scriptures. Uh, so he is the Messiah, mm-hmm. and uh, he is the one who will um, fulfill all things uh, and draw all nations to himself. Uh, and, and his message is, is uh, there's this emphasis on preaching uh, that Jesus says the same thing John the Baptist said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, uh, that we can't begin uh, to enter into the life of Jesus without first uh, repenting of anything that keeps us from entering into that. And there was no hesitation here. I mean, you see this, uh, he called them, and immediately, Matthew says, they left their boat and their father and followed him. I mean, Mm -hmm. Matthew makes a point to say he left their father, you know, in in this, and, and you know, Goodness, I mean, you know, for a lot of us who might say, well, why, why would he leave his dad? You know, why would he leave people he loved behind? But Matthew's trying to make a point, I think, here that, that uh, cannot go unnoticed. Yeah, what were they maybe already searching for interiorly within their hearts that made them make such a, a, a rash decision? Um, John and Andrew, or Peter and Andrew, excuse me, uh, being brothers, they... They just give up their job, and then there's this escalation of of, uh, James and John having to make this decision that, yeah, we're not just leaving our jobs uh, like Peter and Andrew. We're leaving our actual kin, Mm -hmm. and uh, the kind of uh, uh, attitude we have to have uh, to be Christians is not necessarily to give up on family, uh, but to love the Lord even more Mm -hmm. than that family. Would you give up everything, friends, to follow Jesus? Would you give it all? You know, would you put everything aside to follow our Lord? And, uh, you know, I think that's the, the message Matthew's trying to communicate with this Sunday's gospel. So remember that, friends. Uh, and as Father said, you know, there's a, a part here, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Uh, Jesus is there. God is there, the very Son of God. So if he's there, then the kingdom of heaven is, is at hand, of course, in the presence of, of Almighty God. Uh, that's your gospel for this Sunday from Matthew. Thank you, Father Andrew Winschittle, for that. Uh, coming up right after this, Dr. Ray Garendi, everyone. We're going to be talking about his new book, Raising Upright Kids in an Upside-Down World. I'm halfway through this book. I absolutely loved this book so far. And uh, we're going to have Dr. Ray on right after this. So don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. I want to thank Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. You know, they sent me a text the other day just for a checkup. And I said, come on board. You know, you just text them back and boom, that's it. GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you for underwriting this show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com. Underwritten by R&R Realty Group, showing Jesus Christ at work. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... 
Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com Thank you to To Me and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School Basketball, an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere while you may even spot a priest. To Me and Sons is located at Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, tomeandsons.net. Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. Catholic radio is absolutely necessary because the secular media just doesn't get our story and secular media doesn't share our values. What's important to us is not necessarily what's important to them. So no matter what you can give, I'm asking you to prayerfully support Catholic Radio in your area. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Whoa! Thanks for joining me today, friends. Appreciate you being a part of the show. It is January 24th. Hello, my name. I love that song. I just love that song. Hey, I also... Yeah, thank you, Jimmy. I also want to thank uh, Five Sons Naturescapes, Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. Passionate about making the outside of a home beautiful, manageable for many years to come. 515-493-1060. FiveSonsNatureScapes.com. You know, it's officially tree, tree and shrub pruning season. So uh, between Thanksgiving and St. Valentine's Day... Trim those trees, yes, and prune them so you don't have to do it later, which is pretty expensive. Five cents naturescapes.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's go to our next guest of the day, author of the new book, Raising Upright Kids in an Upside Down World to Find the Anti Parent Culture. Dr. Ray Garendi is back. Hey, doctor. Hey, John. How are you? I'm good, man. Good to have you on. What number is this of books for you? 15. 15? My yeah. goodness, man. Where do you find the time to write these things? By well, the way, John, go ahead. I learned the secret. Yeah, what's the secret? To writing a lot of books. Yeah. You can't worry about them being very good. <laughs> you get into quality, quality it really right? slows you down. <laughs> I like that, man. You got a little cold? Yeah, well, no, you woke me up in the middle of the night. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to have you on, brother. I, listen, I've got your book in my bag as we speak. I'm halfway through it, uh, and I, I love it because my kids are right in this. You know, they're seven, four, and uh, four months, and, and it's right in that pocket here, that window of what I want uh, to. You know, I, I need help to raising these kids. My wife and I need some help, so this is it right here. And I like the subtitle to find the anti-parent culture. Uh, but let's talk about it, man. What 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 have you learned? Uh, over the years of raising, I think you have 10, right? Yes. 
uh, raising 10 kids in our culture today, what have you learned that will, uh, what will be at least give you the best chance of becoming successful as a parent? Don't take them out in public. <laughs> that's, that's probably the, your best move. That's the best uh, move right there. <laughs> well, John, the number one referral I now get, believe it or not, is a mom and or dad sitting in my office telling me about their 17 or 20 or 25 or 31-year-old and basically saying, we didn't raise him this way. Mm. What happened? Mm. That it, it's overwhelming. And I, I say to them, I know you didn't. You're good parents. But you underestimated what did. The culture did. The culture misshapes our kids in ways that most parents are not even aware of now. The persuasive power of these forces. And the book says, okay, here's the main ones. Here's what you've got to be aware of. And here's how you defy them. Now, the problem, John, and you know this, and you're probably going to run into this now with your 7-year-old pretty soon, you're going to get all kinds of pressure from everybody for walking apart from the culture. Already getting it. Man, it's crazy out there. Yeah. yeah. You've got to have a steel rod in your spine about two inches thick to stand against that because, well, you know, John, they're going to rebel. You know, John, you're, you can't, they're going to they're gonna see it someday. You can't protect them forever, yep. John. Get it all the time. You know, all the time. It's ridiculous. So the book is, it's, it's, it's an answer to something I've been seeing for now probably 20 years. It's gotten a lot worse, a lot, lot worse. Now, I'm, I'm just thankful that I don't get it in my own family, uh, but I get it in some of my secular friends. You know, uh, you, you know you're, you're, you're sheltering them too much or, you, you know, you, again, they're going to get it someday. They're going to rebel. You know, you're you're going to get it, you know, for all of this sort of thing. I get it from, from my secular side of, uh, of friends. A lot. I praise God I don't get it in my own family. But how do you deal with it? What do you do? Even with people that are getting pushed back in, in their families. I spend a lot of time in the book talking about how you can stand strong against this, recognizing that you are right and they are wrong. That's the sad part of it. In yeah. a perverse sort of way, they're going to look at their kid when their kid is 16 or 20 or 24 and about the best they're going to be able to say is, well, he's not on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the new, the new moral high bar it's now. It's bar. Yeah. Oh. It, and it's sad because I watch so many parents. And you know the other thing is this, John. Parents are afraid their kids are going to resent them mm-hmm. because the kids look all around and say, well, wait a minute. I haven't had a smartphone. My friends have all had smartphones for four years. What is this? What are you, quasi-Amish? And the parents are frightened. I don't want to lose my relationship with my kids. They're looking at me, and they're going to get sneaky and deceptive, and they're going to go behind my back. And this is all just going to blow up in my face. The parents are afraid of this. I've been you afraid know, yeah. of this. Well, I mean, hey, listen, you. you know, this, that's why I love this book so much, Doctor, because it's given me permission. Again, it's, it's helped me see, okay, I'm not crazy. It's allowed me to take a deep breath. Well, John, no, not you. Not you. The <laughs> book is not to tell you you're not crazy. Most of the other readers, <laughs> Most yes. of the others are. <laughs> but it's given me permission to take a step back and to say, okay, what we're trying to implement here, we're not perfect in this, but we're, for us, you know, a big thing is video games. My son just... 
I mean, loves a video game. And it's amazing. We don't have him in our home. We won't have him in our home. He'll get teary-eyed, you know, because of it when he tries to argue it. Uh, you know, Grandma and Grandpa have a Wii, so he likes to do that. But one of his friends has a video game system, and I, we just won't do it. And, you know, I, I'm, I, sometimes I feel guilty, you know, about just that one thing. And is he going to rebel? Is he going to become a gamer? Is that all he's going to do for the rest of his life? You know, on it. But you know, insert whatever worry it is there, friends. And and you might be able to see this. But I I I want to know what are some of the habits of mind because you talk about these that you need to form in your kids so they can stand strong against a morally and spiritually, uh, well, I guess you would say uh, uh, corrosive uh, uh, culture. A good word. Yeah. It is a good word. Misshaped soul, misshaping culture. Well, first of all, you're going to recognize that you're going to get blowback. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen, and you have to recognize that it's going to be most likely temporary. Your son, who is who is seven, and says, "Why can't I do that? That there's there's no there's nothing wrong with that. What yeah, what's with you? That's only going to get worse, <clears throat> John, when he's ten or twelve. Mm. That's just the way it's going to be, and." You're buying time is what you're doing. You're not, you're not going to shut him out of the real world. You can't do that. It's not possible. The real world's like a fog. It's going to come in underneath your door frame. But you're slowing it down. Your little guy is a seven-year-old little first grader. For heaven's sake, you want him to play with his siblings or go outside? I tell you, John, I drive through the neighborhoods. I don't see kids outside playing. Mm-hmm. Not like mm-hmm. before. I don't see bikes in driveways. Now, I know there's kids at these houses. They're just not doing it. And unfortunately, you're going to have to teach the kids against their will. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go along with this. They're not going to look at this and say, boy, my dad's a really wise man. You know that? I mean, I recognize that these video games that are like addictive cocaine to my eyesight, yeah. he, he wants me to grow up a little slower. Boy, what a great pal. That's not going to happen. He doesn't understand it. But you fill it in. And on a, here's what I tell parents. If your kid goes astray, if your kid rejects the things you tried to raise him with, you want it to be... Because he had to go over top of you, mm. not because you stepped aside. I like that. Mm. That's about that's about it right there. I mean, really, because it is so easy. I think in our culture today too to step aside. Um, you know, discipline. I want to talk about that because that's really kind of a big thing for you. And I know you've written a lot of books on this as well. Um, discipline in our culture today. What do you think is the most effective way to discipline your kids? Say what you mean and back it up. Hmm. That's simple. Discipline is not rocket science. It really isn't. Uh, for millennia, parents disciplined. One of the main things I now see in my office, you got a four-year-old, right, John? Yes. Parents coming in with four-year-olds. They can't control four-year-olds. The four-year-old is melting down fit on them. Four-year-old won't cooperate in the morning. The four-year-old throws tantrums when he doesn't get his way. They don't know what to do. My Gianna would never do such a thing. No, 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 no. no, no. We're talking you about spray, other four-year-olds. You, you spray riddle in her face. Yes, is what you do. 
<laughs> what happens here is, I, I have said this in, in many places in my books, is that the experts have really radically undercut parents. I got a book called Advice Worth Ignoring, hmm. and that book is 50 of the most common expert theories and notions that undercut parents, make them second-guess themselves, make them overthink, make them overanalyze. I, I do a simple authority test of parents. I'll say this. I'll say, okay, here you go. Let's take your, let's take your seven-year-old son. Now, I think you can do this because I do believe, and I'm not saying this to schmooze you up, because I do believe you and your wife are exceptional parents. Well, thank you. I say to my clients, can you say to that young man, one time, calm tone of voice, what, what you did to your sister was mean. Go stand in the corner, please. Like that. He goes, he stays, and he doesn't come out until you say. Now, John, I'm going to tell you, it's only a minority of parents who can do that. Mm-hmm. Now, my, let, me, let me say something. I, I could, my seven-year-old son, he'd do it in a second. If I said that to him, my daughter, on the other hand, that ain't going to work. So I... Yeah. It's amazing the the different you know the difference between both of them right now. But I, I you're right. I got to work on that. I got to work on that sure. with her. That's Absolutely, and and simple way to do it. Simple way to do it. You just tell her one time, Jana. Daddy says go to the corner. If she doesn't, you don't say another word. You just simply say, okay. Well, now you don't have anything, and everything she asks for is no. Hmm. And you just say you didn't go to the corner yet. Hmm. I can't give you your, you don't have your baby doll, you don't have your stuffed animal, they're gone. You didn't go to the corner yet. And she'll realize very quickly, especially at age four, oh, for heaven's sakes, she'll realize, oh, I better go over there because everything will return. Yeah. Your books are so good. Go well, ahead, Father. What does the church need to do, or what can I do as a priest to better support parents in this regard? Father, they got to realize that they're not being too strict, they're not being mean. They're not being uh, anti-Jesus by being firm, by being strong, confident parents. <laughs> Father, did your mom and dad have the look? Uh, I'm sure they did. My yeah. dad did. Yeah. Oh, my dad yeah. did. They just look at you, and you knew, okay, I better stop. Yeah, right. It, it wasn't because your dad was a jackbooted thug. It's because you knew he was going to do something if you didn't. So right. all he had to do is just look, which really the irony, Father, was that he didn't have to discipline you that often because you didn't challenge him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think as a priest, if you tell parents, it's, you're allowed to have that kind of quiet, strong authority, and it's not bad. It's not going to ruin your kid's soul. It's not going to make him hate God. Mm. That's, that, that's the irony in, in all of this is that now authority has become a bad thing. Yeah. You know, Jesus is Barney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, listen, I'm all in, and I love your work. I, you know that. I, I think your books are just gold. I have uh, I have not read all 15. I think I've read five. I'm looking at your list right now, and I'm halfway through number six, Raising Upright Kids in an Upside-Down World, Defying the Anti-Parent Culture. Dr. Ray Garendi. Friends, you can go to drray.com, and he's got all of his books listed there, as well as maybe even bring them into uh, one of your, uh, or maybe an event uh, that, that I know he does engagements for. Dr. Ray, it's always a pleasure, man. I love having you on. John, just one final thing. Yes. You didn't have to tell me 
that you haven't read all the books. I noticed. I picked up psychological <laughs> gaps. <laughs> Next time you come on, I'll, I'll try to get. I'll try to get there. I'll try to get I, to number fifteen. You're a great interviewer, buddy. Keep it up. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. That's All Dr. Right. Ray Garendi, everyone. D R R A Y dot com. Uh, get his books. I'm, I'm telling you, even grandparents. This might be. These might be great gifts to be able to give to your kids. Uh, as well and it's it might be good reading for grandparents too because i know our grandchildren are spending a lot of time around grandparents uh these days hopefully they are i know we try to uh, give our grandparents give our kids as much exposure to their grandparents as possible uh but yes these can be these can be good and i love your question father i do because i think uh, priests can they 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 can and should be at the front lines with parents in this and helping them to understand what this is all about. So I uh, recommend these books to anyone, friends, Dr. Ray. All right, uh, coming up in the second half hour, uh, the second of the two-part series of Blessman International, currently over in Limpopo, South Africa. Uh, yesterday, we interviewed Father Ray McHenry. Today, we're going to interview and talk to Dr. Jim Blessman, and I think a parishioner from St. Francis that is over there right now, friends. Uh, I wanted to make sure we get as much on this as possible here because they're just doing some great, great work. So our feature series, second part here coming up at 7.45. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighting in the morning here on this January 24th. We made it to a Friday. Thank you very much to... Let's see who's next here. We've got Blessman International for underwriting the show. Now, we're going to talk about Blessman here for a second because uh, I know we're going to talk about them at 7.45, but look, the work that they do, it's outstanding. BlessmanInternational.org is where you can go and see all the incredible work that they're doing to make sure that they feed, and that's their goal, every single child in every single family in the South African province of Limpopo. They partnered with Meals from the Heartland. Right now, they're up to 12,000 meals per week. 12,000 meals is a lot, but they can get to more. BlessmanInternational.org with your help. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach, and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whom he named Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord Continuing a theme from Moses in the Old Testament, Jesus goes up the mountain before something important happens. That he appoints apostles, those who are sent to proclaim the gospel, could be an indication as to how much he wants others to be a part of his ministry. For Jesus, it isn't enough that we just follow him. Even though we're sinners, he still wants us to collaborate and even grants us the power to do much of what he's capable of. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. At Golden Rule, you already know we obey the rules to live by. That's why we provide state-of-the-art training for all of our employees. From customer service to routine maintenance and new equipment, you can always count on Golden Rule. And by taking care of our family, we can take better care of yours. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction. Dream Dirt's online equipment auction, Farm Bid, is an online auction house for farm machinery. We take your equipment photos and information and create listings for our customers to make it as easy as possible to get started selling machinery online. And each item is advertised individually to get the most exposure. Bidding happens 24-7 at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today, live inside of the Mercy One studio. It is Friday, January 24th. Oh, yes, indeed. We have made it to a Friday. Uh, your saint quote of the day comes to us from St. Paul the Six. If you have lost the taste for prayer, you will regain the desire for it by returning humbly to its practice. Returning humbly to its practice. No Deacon Tony today. Let's offer our day to Almighty God as we pray together our morning offering. God our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the heart of Jesus Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Uh, Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Welcome back to studio today. And uh, Father Andrew, good morning to you. Here we go. Yeah, back in town. Uh, Father, you probably don't recognize the guy next to you. He's been, you know... He's got a nice tan on him, I'm sure, from being down in South Florida. I do, actually. talking earlier about how much sun he got. I like this. I like this. Mm -hmm. I go out Mm -hmm. for a walk every day for about 45 minutes to an hour, walk slash run. And, uh, man, Mm -hmm. I come back, and this is something different. Well, let's recall you have Italian skin. That's true. That's true. It kind of just melts in the sun (laughs) there. And... Father Andrew, I'm guessing he was he was doing his walk, run, just you know, just a few minutes, uh, more like uh, hours at a time down there, uh, without a hat on, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, without anything. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was nice, but uh, you know, it, of course, thus, six, thus 65. Everyone's you know running around crazy. It's so cold down here. We don't know what to do. <laughs> Should have seen the coats of people piling in. You know, it was unbelievable. I mean, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I did see something a couple of days ago, though. Is it iguanas or that reside in the trees? They were actually falling out because it was, the, it was too cool for really? them. Really? Yeah, it got it got pretty impressive. Must have not have been in John's part. That must have been in North Florida. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was something. But I'll tell you, man, they don't know cold. I tried to explain it to them, but yeah. they didn't. They didn't get it. Well, I like how many people raise their hand who, you, when you asked a question, how many were originally from there, and maybe oh just a, a few people out of 500. 550 so I, people there, uh, but I, I do think love four hands went up. I do love the people that came with their Hawkeye gear on. That is awesome, and uh, that that's something to be said. I there like were that. a couple. There were a couple, yes, from mm-hmm. around here. That, mm-hmm. Iowa Snowbirds. 
God bless them. And they were in the right gear, too. They, they didn't, you know, John, they didn't forget where they came from, unlike some people. They didn't forget where they came from. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Gee, who would do that? <laughs> exactly. Well, gentlemen, have a great weekend. Should be a lot of fun. And, uh, uh, hopefully the weather will cooperate. We got a little snow today, and uh, Father, you probably saw that coming in—just a little dusting. The interstate's pretty good, but uh, side streets and that a little, little snow. Yeah, be careful yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, covering up the ice—that's all we need. More mm-hmm. snow to cover up the ice. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get right to it from the Mercy One Studios here in Central Iowa. Currently in the morning, we do have some light snow in the area, and there's that is creating some low visibility combined with a little bit of fog. Thirty degrees right now. North winds at fourteen miles per hour, so that feels like temperature. Is 20 degrees as you wake up on this Friday, January 24th. Today we'll see bands of light snow here in central Iowa today, a high of 32 degrees. We could see one to two inches of additional accumulation as some of those uh, roadways are partially covered and slick, so be careful out there as you're driving about. There is a winter weather advisory for southeast Iowa, basically uh, for the counties south and east of Des Moines until noon today. Tonight, mostly cloudy, overnight low of 24 degrees, and then tomorrow, partly cloudy and flurries in the morning, high of 33 for your Saturday. Sunday, partly cloudy, high of 32. Two degrees and Monday more of the same, partly cloudy with a high of 30 degrees. Well, in the news on this uh, Friday morning, a bill calling for an amendment to the Iowa Constitution to remove the right to an abortion has advanced at the state capitol, passing out uh, of the uh, the Senate State Government Committee yesterday. The amendment would specify that the state of Iowa does not secure or protect a right to abortion or require funding of an abortion. An Iowa judge ruled last year that the state uh, protects the right to an abortion in a ruling that struck down the fetal heartbeat bill. The bill, which is labeled SJR 21, would need to pass both the Iowa House and Senate this session and, again, in one of the next two legislative sessions. Iowa voters would then decide the issue in order for the amendment to be ratified. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And last night, high school wrestling, Ankeny defeated Dowling Catholic by the score of 42-33 to at the Ankeny Gym. Last night, women's college basketball in the Big Ten. Congratulations to Lisa Bluter and the Iowa Hawkeyes as Coach Bluter won her 200th game as number 19 Iowa defeated Ohio State 77-68. The Hawkeyes now 16-3 in women's play. Last night, NBA G League basketball, the Iowa Wolves pick up a win on the road as they defeated Erie by the score of 109-107 out in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, the Iowa Wolves now tied for third place in their division. Tonight's women's college basketball, both Drake and UNI women on the road. Drake is at Illinois State, Northern Iowa at Bradley. Both games tip off at 7 o'clock. Tonight in AHL hockey right here in Des Moines, Manitoba comes to town, takes on the Iowa Wild. Wild. Wild currently in second place in their division. They'll face off at 7 o'clock at Wells Fargo Arena in downtown Des Moines. Tonight in USHL Hockey, Team USA comes to town. The under-18 team takes on the Des Moines Buccaneers, and they'll face off at 7 o'clock in Urbandale at Buccaneer Arena. Today's Dowling Catholic Sports Calendar, we have high school girls and boys basketball tonight right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Johnston at Dowling, pregame at 6 o'clock. The girls' games features number 2 Johnston and number 3 Dowling. The boys' game to follow about 7.45, so join us for both. Tonight, high school girls and boys basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. And once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently light snow with some low visibility at times and uh, 30 degrees. North winds at 14 miles per hour. That feels like temperature down to 20 this morning. And today we'll see bands of light snow throughout the day. Should taper off by uh, just after the noon hour, a high of 32 degrees with north winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. We could see 1 to 2 inch accumulations. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti Show. And coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo.
Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Two Rivers Glass and Door, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are really starting to see a slowdown now. 16 minutes as you're heading in from the West Mixer to downtown. 11 minutes from the East Mixer to downtown. We do have a few issues. Uh, In fact, a lot of slippery reports of slippery conditions. We have an accident. I-235 westbound on the uh, 19th Street ramp. So that's going to create a bit of an issue there. And then also... We have another problem over at Hubble Avenue at Guthrie, another accident. So use caution in those areas. Again, expect a little extra time as you're making that drive in. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently. Learn more at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Well, I'll tell you, friends, I want to uh, just give a quick shout-out and highlight to all of the people that are at the March for Life in Washington, D.C. right now. Um, praise God that you're there. And I am so excited to to see those uh, people every year, um, to see the crowds that, that descend upon Washington, D.C. Um, it, it's just it's awesome. It gives me the goosebumps really right now to even uh, talk about it. 18,000 young Catholics from around the country filled Capital One Arena in downtown Washington uh, this morning. They are there right now for the annual Youth Rally and Mass for Life. Um, Archbishop Wilton Gregory was uh, what the one who uh, said the mass, and he said of the of these young people, they you have the energy to pull this off. He said, uh, first of all, abortion can be used in a very isolating way, but part of the rally, part of our Catholic witness, is that while life within the womb is certainly threatened on so many levels, it, it is the first step of the significance of life and all of its manifestations. So what we try to do, especially with our young people, is to say it is the beginning. It's not the end of our respect for human life and its dignity. This is the beginning, he said, um, of of the protection of human life. So uh, all you out there marching for life, let's go. I love it. I can't wait to go back. Man, have you ever been, Father? Yes. Yeah, several years ago. Isn't it just incredible? It is. You can't put words to it. Yeah, and thankfully I have much better weather this year, I hear, too, yeah. so they're yeah. not stranded. But uh, uh, it's it's very inspiring. Uh, this up-and-coming generation is, is um, like, I, I agree with the Archbishop. It's, they got the energy to do it, yep. to yes, con- conquer do. this evil. I can't wait to bring my kids there someday. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Now, he could be known as the Gentleman Saint, eventually conquering his bad temper. St. Francis de Sales we celebrate today. He was the son of a senator in France who desperately wanted Francis to follow in his place as a lawyer and statesman. So when Francis returned from studying law in Padua, professing the desire to join the priesthood, his father took much convincing. Yeah, patiently Francis laid out his case. And eventually, eventually, his father consented. After ordination, Francis was stationed in Geneva in the heart of the doctrine of Calvinism. Francis was convinced that many of these lapsed Catholics could be brought into the fold. So he wrote several pamphlets, which he distributed, as well as preached about the truths of Catholicism in public. His efforts were wildly successful. 
so much so that at the age of 35, he was named Bishop of the Diocese of Geneva. As Bishop Francis continued to write, publishing two books, continuing to write pamphlets, and keeping up with a mountain of letters. Due to his writings, he's been named the patron of the Catholic press. Francis de Sales took seriously the words of Christ, Learn of me, for I am meek and humble of heart, as he himself said. It took him 20 years to conquer his quick temper, but no one ever suspected he had such a problem. So overflowing with good nature and kindness was his usual disposition. He was meek, and his sunny disposition won for him the title, The Gentleman Saint. We ask today, St. Francis de Sales, to pray for us. Amen. Uh, Friends, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Dr. Jim Blessman and uh, I I believe maybe someone from St. Francis of Assisi. We'll see. They're over there on our two-part series here from Limpopo, South Africa, highlighting Blessman International. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Friday, January 24th. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, January 24th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Emmaus House is offering a retreat this Saturday morning called The Heart of Ignatian Spirituality. Ignatian Spirituality teaches us to reflect on the experiences of our lives and the life of Jesus and find God in all things. To learn more and register, visit theemmaushouse.org. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this morning at 9 a.m. Bishop Johnson will be talking about Catholic Schools Week, which kicks off on Sunday. Again, tune in this morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And speaking of Bishop Johnson, he wants to hear from you. Tell us how you've experienced God working in your life, and he may talk about it on an upcoming radio show. Just text your thoughts to 515-223-1150 using the hashtag Bishop. That's 515-223-1150. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Thank you to r Realty Group Apartment Communities for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning. r Realty Group Apartment Communities have unique amenities and award-winning property management. Sierra Point and Country Club Village Apartments in West Des Moines and residents at 62W and Wynwood Apartments in Johnston. r Realty Group Apartment Communities wants you to love where you live. Learn more at rrrealty.com. That's rrrealty.com. Find out how you can support Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com or 515-223-1150. Thank you to Tumi and Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School Basketball, an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere while you may even spot a priest. Tumi and Sons is located at Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines, tumiandsons.net. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father Fabian Moncada. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air connecting people to Christ. The Spring Carathon starts Monday, February 17th. Thanks for joining me, friends. We made it to a Friday. How about that? Our second part of our two-part little uh, highlight here at Blessman International. Yesterday, we were able to talk with Father Ray McHenry, who is over there right now with them this morning, Dr. Jim Blessman. Hi, Doctor. Hi, John. It's good to be with you. What Thank ti- you. What time is it in Limpopo? 
I, it's a quarter to four on Friday afternoon. Quarter to four. So now you've already done all your work today, right? Well, uh, not quite, but we've done a lot. In fact, the team is not with me. They're out uh, still ministering at our uh, child development center. Uh, but I stayed back, so I had a good connection to speak with you on the radio. Oh, good. I'm glad you're here. I, now, you mentioned before, um, it, it, it uh, you know, one of the ministries that you guys do over there is, uh, you know, going in and just hanging out with kids, right? I mean, even holding babies. That's, that's because, exactly. Go ahead. That's what's happening this afternoon. Really? I mean, it, uh, you, you mentioned holding babies once because they don't get held. Yep. Uh, and this morning, uh, the team was in our capital city, Polokwane, and we have a baby shelter there, about 30 little babies uh, under age two, and the team will help feed them, uh, just snuggle with them, and be an encouragement to the staff that's uh, so uh, faithful in taking care of these babies. And we take every team up there, and we usually spend about an hour and a half just loving on babies and one of the favorite things that the team does it's kind of our day off today but uh, they're enjoying uh, interacting with uh, babies this morning and this afternoon they're with middle school age children uh, doing some educational things with them and uh, and uh, even spending some time teaching them uh, faith-based material with uh, the March for Life that's happening right now in Washington DC doctor I can think of nothing more pro-life than what you're doing and helping those babies Absolutely. I mean, yep. it's just a beautiful thing. They, they, and, they, and these, yeah. in, in this culture, the babies at the baby shelter are what some people refer to as throwaway babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, their mothers weren't able to take care of them. Sometimes they didn't want to take care of them. And they end up in this baby shelter, and they work as hard as they can towards getting them adopted. But sometimes it takes months and even a couple of years to get the children adopted. But it's a beautiful center we've been working with for many years now. Um, when we talk about uh, you know the poor, um, you're, you're in the, their midst, many of them, uh, on a regular basis. Um, it's easy for us to sometimes just kind of talk about. But uh, when, when you encounter them, when you talk to them, um, what is it that they're? What is it that they, they they're like? What's their disposition? It seems to me, I, I'm, I'm kind of coaching the end of this, but it seems to me they're, they're pretty <laughs> joyful compared to a lot of people I meet here in, in, in the United States. They're absolutely joyful, and, and it, it's striking because you would expect them to be very sad and depressed and discouraged, and certainly we see people like that, but it's amazing we work with many people that have very little material goods, uh, and and you wouldn't think even much hope, but not they don't have jobs, but uh, they still find joy, and especially the children. They're just children, and they'll play and be happy and and have a good time, and they appreciate so much the fellowship that our American teams offer when they come and just uh, minister to them one-on-one and play games with the children and uh, just spend time with them. Yeah. Uh, now, the evenings, what do you guys do? Uh, my favorite thing in the evenings is we have a nice meal together. Uh, we'll have Mass most evenings. Sometimes we do Mass earlier in the day. Uh, but my favorite thing is we sit around the African campfire and we tell stories and we tell stories of what God is doing in our heart. And you would be amazed at, at what's happening in people's hearts when they come here from America and they just see how much they can bless and help these children here. And they just really see themselves as Jesus' hands extended to these children. 
You're doing great work, Doctor. I, I just love highlighting Blessman International and partnering with you guys in this two-part uh, little series here on, on the show as you uh, continue your great work there in Limpopo. Uh, when do you come back? Uh, Beth and I are coming back, I think, March 17th. Yeah, you're over the there. The team will be coming back next Tuesday. Yeah, you're over there more than you are here, which uh, says something a lot about you. Uh, Dr. Jim uh, Blessman. We are blessed. This is, this is not a sacrifice for us to be here. We uh, love being here. We're happy, we're happy to highlight you. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it, John. Thanks, Thank you doctor. so much. That's Dr. Jim Blessman, everyone. Jim and Beth, just wonderful, uh, wonderful examples, I think, of what it is that we uh, need to be in our culture today. Uh, all right, that puts the show in the books. I'll be coming to you live from Irving, Texas, just outside of Dallas on Monday. Say a prayer for me, if I would, for travel mercies tomorrow. Travel mercies, that's what it's all about. Uh, Father Andrew, would you give us your blessing? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jimmy. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Here in this worn and weary land Where many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, R&R Realty Group, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.